Welcome everybody to Damage Radio. We're here live on MonkerRadio.com where music reminds me. You already know me, I'm RC, alongside my guest. This man is a Damage alumni. Quite frankly, he's the man of Valor Pro Wrestling. You know what? Let's be honest. He's the owner, the CEO, the big boss man. This man traveled up and down the East Coast for numerous independent promotions. He's my friend from York, PA, the sexy psycho, Adrian Bliss. Bliss, bro, welcome back to Damage Radio once again. Hey, what's up, brother? What's up? How's it going, man? Hey, I do, I do, I do want to. I don't like to correct you, man, because you're always, you're always on point. But I, I'm born and bred in Downingtown, Pennsylvania, baby. That's true, and that's where we had our last show that I actually saw you at. We went back to your hometown where you won that title, that Valor Pro Wrestling Heavyweight Title, man. Yeah, man, it is pretty awesome going home, man. Like, if if, if anyone ever gets a chance to go home, you know. It, it, it's really it's, it's really pretty cool that that was the first time i've ever wrestled in my hometown you know family got to see me that that don't really travel and things like that so it, it was pretty dope man it was pretty awesome now how how badly do you want to go back and bring um, Dallas back there i tell you you know i i actually i actually made some um uh attempts to go back to the venue that we were were at it was uh sold so we won't be going there probably. I mean, I may be able to work it out to go back there, but there's plenty of other places right now. Um, I'm kind of leaning back to see what I want to do about the whole COVID situation. Um, I don't want to extend myself and, and book some shows that then I can't deliver on. Um, I kind of just want to sit back maybe a month or two. Um, I would like to, normally we have, uh, CCW, our, our sister company, Classic Championship Wrestling, they usually do a Black Friday show. And so we usually do Red Saturday. So right now, uh, I still plan on doing Red Saturday. Okay. And that would probably be, most likely be, either a two-night show with CCW in Lebanon, or it will be uh, Black Friday in Lebanon and Red Saturday in York, PA. So we're talking December still. Uh, um, yeah, November. Uh, wow. uh, Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And you know, it sounds like a long time, brother. We're uh, what? We're yeah. two weeks away from uh, September. You I know, know it's wild. Time is time is blown by. It always does, man. It always does. And I I got a sweet spot for you. Um. Harley Davidson in Sellersville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I, uh, my client works there, and I already was in talks with them about them wanting to bring a wrestling promotion to there oh. and have road, road, like road, uh, road wild, like w, right. like WCW days. Right, so, right. I'll talk more to you about that, and maybe maybe we get a uh, Valor live outside with a bunch of motorcycles around it, you know, and have a show there. Awesome. Have a good, yeah, have a sponsor. You know, Valor Pro Wrestling and CCW, they, they do a lot of things like that. Like this year, before COVID um, really uh, ran rampant, we were supposed to do a uh, a uh, motorcycle, um, what would you, kind of like a Sturgis type thing up in, um, uh, uh, what's it called? It, it, it's out there near Pittsburgh. We were going to, we were going to do uh, something out there, but um, we backed off of it. Uh, just because, I mean, COVID, at the time, COVID was just really 
uh, out of control. The, um, a lot of things weren't lifted yet, so we didn't really know what we were doing. Um, things are things are lifted now. You know, CCW has had show. CCW and Valor have run joint shows this year. You know, we have we uh, we we actually did uh, one in uh, July in um, Camp Hill. We did wow. a joint. Show. We we actually we're we're there's three or four uh, sister companies. There's uh, CCW in uh marysville lebanon area then there's uh seven mountains up in lewistown area and then valor which is you know downingtown and york and we've run norristown before and yeah. uh places like that and then there's uh rwf which is uh harrisburg and they run out of the uh i want to say like that it, it, it's like the, the harrisburg uh I, I, I'm sorry to I'm sorry to mess it up. I, I don't want to mess it up. They actually have a show coming up. Okay, uh, Rakishi's going to be there. I think uh, wow. I want to say uh, Lance Emilahi. Uh, I, I always check, check his name out. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, he, he killed me. Um, uh, Gangrel's going to be there. Okay. So um, there's gonna there's there's some shows coming up, man. There's some some really dope stuff coming up. Um, we run, we, sometimes we'll run like a super show and all the companies kind of get together. That's what we did in July, um, at, at a VFW up there. And, um, it, 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 everything is awesome, man. Like wrestling, wrestling is so great because you get these companies that get together and, you know, a lot of the guys wrestle in all the companies anyway, you know what I mean? But then you have some guys that don't. So, you know, there may be core guys that are at all of them. Right. But then you may get to see someone that you've never seen before. You know True. what I mean? And that person may spark you to, hey, man, that was really good. I want to go up to Lewistown and see uh, that guy. Like, he was he was pretty good. You know what I mean? So, um, Like a Ty uh, Awesome. Ty Awesome I saw for the first time at your company. <laughs> and Downingtown, and I was like, "Oh man, isn't this the guy that was that had a dark match on on Raw that one time?" And then I got to know him, and then okay, and then uh, let me get him on my radio show, and then one thing to another, then you meet someone else, and then I'm sorry, I'm looking, I'm looking this, I'm looking this up to give you. It's at it's the um, Revolution Wrestling Federation uh, resurgence Sunday, August 29th. Uh, in Harrisburg at the Harrisburg Midtown Arts Center. So look up uh, um, Harrisburg Midtown Arts Center. It's a it's an awesome venue. They have um, they serve drinks there. It's like a concert venue, kind of like one of the intimate, kind of like the Tower Theater type. Thing. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. So um, it's, it's it's pretty cool. He usually has uh, some uh, performers there. Um, the guy who runs it is kind of affiliated with um, the Insane Clown um, set of guys, you know, Wicked. Is it Mel Havoc? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so you know, it, it, it's it's pretty cool, man. Like, like these guys, dude. Wrestling is amazing. I, you know, I love wrestling. To death. I, every time Me I come too, on, man. every time I come on here, man, like I get to talk about wrestling. It, it was my life, you know. And I say it was my life because uh, last week I had a little situation at a match 
um, in Mount Cornwall, Pennsylvania, um, PCWA. Um, in the middle of a match, I had a uh, vertigo situation, along with a panic attack type situation. Um, I fell out the ring, you know, I ended up having to go to the hospital. Um, so with that being said, I think I decided that that's it. And this is the first time anyone's heard it. You know, I talked to you earlier. I said I had some things I wanted to say, but, um, tomorrow's my birthday. And I'm going to be 51. And uh, I had a great time in wrestling. I'm not leaving wrestling. Still going to be involved with wrestling, but I think my in-ring time may be done. You know, I had a stroke four years ago. Now I'm having a vertigo situation. And, you know, maybe some people would just keep pushing on. But... You know, I rewatched the video, and at the end of the video, when I was outside the ring and I was being attended to, there was a kid standing there, and there's kind of like a close-up of him. And he kind of like looks back towards the camera, and he, it was just a look on his face that he didn't understand what was going on, but he's a little worried. And I would never want, you know, we, we say things like, I'll die in the ring, you know, I'll, I'll you know, but, but I come out. I come out that curtain for fans to explode, and that's and that's the that's the feeling that we're all addicted to. That that pop, you know. I'm still addicted to it. You know what I mean? But when I when I seen that the way that kid looked, I never want to see anyone look like that again. So I think that was this a tag match. No, this was singles. This was a singles match. So not only did everything just stop, you know what I mean? The X was thrown up. I threw the X up. I threw the X up, you know? And, um, you know, it was, it was very humbling. You know what I mean? I've had injuries. Everyone has injuries. I, I broke every single finger on my hand at least once. I broke my nose nine times or something. You know, I'm pretty sure I had concussions. I'm not gonna say I did. I'm not gonna say I didn't. I'm pretty sure. I did. But um, there has to be a time when you say, "Hey, you know, I have grandkids, I have kids, I have people in and outside of the industry that care about me, and um, I still have a full-time shoot job that, I, that this year is 15 years, and Congrats. I just." choose to walk away on my on my own terms so and that's so true just in life in general like we were talking like you know you have your own path you choose your own path you choose your own ending the own ending in adrian bliss's chapter his story you choose to walk away i know some people say they walk away and they come back this is your story you yeah. choose on how the sexy psycho goes out. I, you know, I had a stroke, and the doctor comes in the room and says, "I heard you're a professional wrestler. You're going to wrestle again." 
And I was like, yeah, okay. He didn't have to say that to me because I already knew I was wrestling. You know what I mean? That, that, that stroke wasn't going to put me down. You know what I mean? But, you know, and it didn't. Did that kid's face change everything? Yeah, man. Like, it kind of haunts. It, it kind of, it is. This just happened. This just happened this past Saturday. Wow. So it's fresh. You know what I mean? You're talking four days, five days. So, yeah, his, that picture, that, that video, and that, the look on that kid's face is haunting someone. Do you remember what was going through your mind when that happened? Did you know something was coming? No, I didn't. I didn't feel it coming. I didn't. It just started. I reached for the rope a couple times. I fell out of the ring. You know what I mean? I fell head first, but I kind of rolled, so I landed on my back, I believe. And I, you know, when you stop, and the whole room is still spinning as fast as. Fast as anything I've ever felt in my life, and going topsy turvy at the same time, like you spun a quarter and slowing down, you know. I've never felt anything like it. I mean, uh, the stroke was nothing compared to what I felt on set. It scared the crap out. Like an outer body experience. Um, no, no, no. I, I knew I I had my wits somewhat about me. I, I think I had a panic attack because I just didn't know what was going on. I, I didn't know what it was. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, uh, I didn't really eat much, so I'm dry heaving. And, I'm, you know, they're pouring water on me, and I'm, like, stumbling all over the place. And, you know, I, I just, you know, get to the hospital, they shoot you up with a uh, Adderall until you pass out and snort. Like, I don't, I don't want to do that again. I don't want to do it. And 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 don't get me wrong. You know, there's always horror stories in anything you do. Guys get hurt in football. They get hurt in boxing, MMA. They get hurt in wrestling. You know what I mean? What I went through isn't any different than what anyone else has gone through with other injuries and and, and things. You know, you you. You play hurt. You don't play injured. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you're in the game. You're If you're hurt, you know, you're in the game. If you're injured, you don't play. You know what I mean? I'm not 100, and I don't know when I'm going to be 100 again. And I may not be 100 again. But I, I have – I bring a lot to the table. I bring a lot to the table. I've been all over the place. You know what I mean? I, I feel as though, you know, I put my time in. And I don't know what my next move is. I love Look, you ran from you ran from Ronda Rousey. Who can say that? You know? <laughs> Who can dude, say I, that? I've, I've experienced I've experienced all types of things in, in, in wrestling. You know, I I worked for a, a a promotion that was uh, all Mexican or Mexican network. You know, I've, I've, uh, I got to go to um, JCW and do stuff. You know, I, I got to, I got to be on TV. I got to be in front of 17,000 people in WWE. 
I got to do I got to do all kinds of things. I got, you know, I, I I've been checking things off of my bucket list for the past 20 years. You know what I mean? Yeah. And walking away, I'm fine walking away. I'm fine walking away. Like I said, I'm not leaving wrestling. Bauer Pro Wrestling isn't going anywhere. Adrian Bliss, the possibly announcer, play-by-play guy, uh, uh, the the um, the uh, uh, Adrian Bliss, the manager, Adrian Bliss, commissioner, Adrian Bliss, anything, Adrian Bliss, the writer, booker, owner. I'm not going. There. I'm just saying a Bliss and RC combo. That's going to be pretty lethal, deadly converse combination, brother, man. It always was, brother. It always was. That's what I'm saying. Like, no matter what, there's always firework. You know what I mean? Dude, so, I tell you, wrestling is the fun. Dude, it, I love wrestling. It, you know, to, to, see, to talk to people and, to, and to walk out of that curtain and hear people scream at you, whether you're a good guy and they're screaming your name, they love you, or they're cursing you out and hitting you with bottles and stuff. You know, and God knows what, you know, as a heel. Right. It, it's, the, it's the greatest show on earth, brother. You know what I mean? Right. And, and, and looking it, back, 11 years, man. 11 years I've known you doing, yeah. doing this professional wrestling thing. To the point where, like, you met me with a red backwards hat, uh, <laughs> a, a short sleeve shirt with a, you know, a, a suit jacket that was too small on me. And... Yeah. I'm interviewing, and I'm interviewing a bunch of guys getting thrown at me left and right because Dino had this this one little thing. Oh, this kid, give him a shot, you know. And now look at it, you know. Like look at how, how many guys you helped me interview. Look how many guys that believed in damage and is still here to this day. And you know, it's amazing the friendships that we made because of this business. Definitely, brother. You know, the last time I was on here, we spoke about some of that about how you know. You were doing this a long time before other people were even thinking about doing it, you know? I think maybe the only person that was around in our area, or, you know, in our promotions that we were, were chained, you know, linked to was maybe um, Bill After was doing things from time yeah. to time. But, I mean, you're, you, you've been doing this a, a very long time. You know what I mean? And, you know, 11 years, 11 years is a long time to keep one thing Going continuously. Relevant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, exactly. You know, and, cha- and change and change with the times. And, and you know, and, and, and let's, what, what, what was back then? MySpace? You know what I mean? So you're yep. talking about, you know, from MySpace, to, and now you got, you got Twitter, you got Instagram, you got Facebook, you know. When the logo YouTube. was a dent trash can with a, with a Singaporean cane hanging out of it. But it had that old school feel. Yeah. Because we were behind it, Zerns, a white background. You know, we tried things out of the box. Like, who who goes from interviewing a primetime Amy Lee to a ghetto blaster to a sexy psycho to an Evan Nemo to a Nigerian nightmare with a guy named Kimchi? Like, who? Like, you can't get that at the circus. Oh, dude. You know, we were talking about my scrapbook earlier and I was telling you I was putting things in a scrapbook. And I have I have posters. I, I would go to shows and and you know at intermission I might sneak out into a hallway or something. I pull a poster off the wall. Take it home with me. You know, because you know, then you you know, when you first 
starting you, you you're collecting everything. You know what I mean? Right. But my my thing wasn't like I was collecting everything that I was on, but I just wanted to collect things and you know there, I went I was looking at these posters and there's guys that are gone, like they're deceased. But then you know like 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 an Arkham, my good friend Arkham. But then there's other guys you know you see on there and like a Scotty Ice, you know, and you're like, hey, you know, or um, you know, it just there's so many great people that work in this industry, and you know, you make friends with them. You're you're there that night. You make friends with them once a month. You may not have contact with them outside of wrestling, but you know. You, for that little bit of time, that camaraderie is so great, you know, and you kind of want to be like, I always felt like I wanted to keep a piece of it. And then later on, I'm looking at it and be like, yo, I remember we used to really, you know, crack up and that, that guy, that yeah. guy was, he was a funny guy. You know what I mean? You know, there's, there's a, uh, like Fra- Frankie Frizzo, you know, uh, uh, Frankie Frizzo yeah. uh, and, and his wife, who, who was a wrestler also. At the right. time, and you know, and now I look at I look at them. I see them on Facebook, you know, and they, they got two boys. You know what I mean? And I'm like, wow, you know, I remember when they were young and they were just coming to shows, wrestling, and they were carefree, and now they're married, and they got kids, and you know, and it's awesome. I mean, or like a Magnum XL we had, you yeah, know, and yeah. <laughs> like things like that. I love that guy, I love that guy, I love him. He's still he's still on he's still on there. Goofing around yeah. on Facebook, he's he's a dude, you know. I I feel I love wrestling, and I'm a real gimmicky guy. I like the gimmicks in wrestling. Right. I mean, I like the straight guys. You know, there's a place for straight guys, but I like the real gimmicky right. stuff, the, the Nigerians and the Goat Boys and Tony Mask, and and I like a guy that is is, is you know, a a, a little guy that was a. a, a, a above little guy you know what i mean and hey sh- shouldn't you be in the midget division you know what i mean and and catch a lot of heat you know and man like so many great people in the past but the future the future is just as broke. you know right there's some guys like mike city who's been working his butt off there's like guys like matt play um Sam, I wish I I could remember Sam. Sam and his 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 uh, young lady that comes to your ring with. I wish I remember his given name. I'm so sorry, Sam. But Sam, keep working hard, dude. Because I tell you what, some of the matches between Sam and um, Matt Quay have been awesome. Um, you know, there, there's some other guys that have retired, like Ed House, retired yeah. weeks ago. You know, and those those guys on these on these um on these cards going now, the younger guys, it's time for them to step up. Same way we did when when we was when we was uh waiting for our time and standing in back of guys like Scotty Ice and, and, and um Harley Watkins, Armageddon, you know, and, and, and Jack Hammer, guys like that. We stood, we waited. And we got our time to shine. And now guys like me are stepping down, you know what I mean? And we're letting these guys shine. It's their time to step up, you know? 
and you know they're they're paying their dues like we did, and they're they're in the training center every week. They're working their behinds off down, you know, at the at the mess at the mess dungeon, and at the at the um, at the uh, Fort Noxious, and right. uh, places like Wolf Wolfman's Den. You know what I mean? You know, here, you know, I, I've said all of our sister companies, but a company that's not a sister company of ours, SWL. You know, they've been running for what twenty years. Strong, you know what I mean, and they have awesome guys over there. You know what I mean, real, really good workers. They have older guys like Kenny Andrews, but then I watch his uh, thing that he has online at SWO Wolfman's talk show. Yeah, yeah, that cracks me up every time. It's so like it's so raw. He's been. You have Grandma calling in. You know, what's going on today? Are you coming home for dinner tonight? Yes, Ma, I'll be home in a little bit. I'm doing a radio show right now. <laughs> you know, it's like, where are you going to get that? And it's funny. It's awesome. You know what I mean? Dude, it's, it's awesome. I mean, it's cable access. He's been doing it for, I don't know, how freaking long. I mean, I was on there for how many years. You know what I mean? And it, yeah. it, it's just awesome, dude. And he, he you know, he, uh, he stepped back and he let some young guys do some things. They changed the way things are, you know. Happening over there, and a lot of guys, you know, Big Van Valley and um, Ace Dallas and guys like that really stepped up, and and they have a very good roster over there of, of guys. You know what I mean? Right. And um, yeah. you know, um, I, I, you know, people people be like, oh, they got heat over there. You know, la 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 la. Listen, dude, I don't care about any of that. Those guys run good shows over there. They, they have packed houses. You know what I mean? Those guys work their butts off. Just yeah. like CW guys, just like Bauer guys, just like Triple WA guys, you know, just like uh, uh, any other Fed. Dude, there's, there's, there's Feds all over Pennsylvania, number one. You know what I mean? True, PPW, you know, all those places are awesome, man. Guys are working everywhere. Wrestling is booming right now. You know, Jersey is booming. It always been booming, right? And um, you know, fossil like me, just because I'm stepping aside doesn't mean that you know I can't acknowledge all these guys and play. Yeah. Now with Valor, um, can we see maybe uh some new additions, some hungry upcoming talent now that some older talent that you know want to move into different directions, different scenes. Can we see some new, newer talent maybe that we might not know of from your area? Well, you know, that, yes. Yes, you can. So as of right now, I'm going to put it out there. If you are a worker, you're well-trained, you have a decent gimmick, and you feel as though you want to come to central Pennsylvania and apply your skills, get on Facebook, go to the Valor Pro Wrestling page, go to CCW page, and send us a message. What are you looking for? Heart, dedication, good resume, willing to learn? What are you looking for? I'm looking for all that and someone is serious about it. Like, don't contact me if you don't want to put the work in. Don't, don't think you're going to come up here and be a superstar. You're going to come up here and you're going to 
uh, bring something to the table. That's what I need people to do. I need people. I need to be. I need people to be serious about. I'm sorry. Something's off. I need people to be. I need people to be. Um, We're live here, brother. <laughs> I, I just. I just. Yeah. And I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not saying. Uh, oh, don't bother contacting me. Listen. If you feel as though you you um, if you want to work, you feel as though you got decent gimmick, and you you want to um, come and train more. Or hey, listen, I'm limited. You know what I mean? I, I want right. to. I want to. Drop us a line too. You know, and right. and feel free to stop at some of these training centers and contact Troy or Martinez or or Rob Noxious. You know what I mean? Or you're hey, doing it for the love. You're not doing it to 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 you know fight with other companies and who's better. You're doing it because you enjoy what you do. I lost my Yep. What are you saying? You do it because you, you love this business. You don't do it to compete with other, other companies. It's just the love of putting on a show for your fans. It's not like, oh, we got it. We can't run a show because they're running a show. It's You just do it because you love professional wrestling, right? Yeah, definitely. Like, you know, Dude, listen. Competition is good, but competing with each other on the same day and things like that—all you do is you split fans. You make you make fans make a choice. You know what I mean? So I never really got into that kind of thing. I'd rather talk to another promoter that's close to my area or something and say, "Hey, listen, I'm running this day." Uh, when are you running so I can stay off of your day? You know what I mean? Things like that. Um, SWO, SWO is kind of around me. They're outside of York and Red Lion and uh, in, uh, Seven Valley. And we do a pretty good job of staying off each other's days. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, we use, I use some of the, we use some of the same guys. Um, General Kiesel and, and, um, Ace Dallas uh, comes through, and so does uh, Prince. Actually, Prince Piranha is the SWO champion now, and I believe, I believe he holds two titles. I think they have a unification. But um, he's there. So, like, you know, when you use kind of the same people, you probably want to stay off of, off of each other. I'm not really for competition. Honestly, there is no competition. That's, that's the way right. I do. I always look at my product. As being, uh, I need my product to be the best. So I just need to worry about my product. I'm not worried about anyone else. I, I've, I've, I've never been. What are they doing? You know what I mean? So, no, I, competition isn't, that's not my thing, man. That, there is no competition. There's no competition. There's no competition uh, as far as uh, promote my promotion. I don't care about that. And, I've always felt like there was no competition for me entertaining people. I didn't go right. out and try to entertain people better than the last guy. I did my thing. You know what I mean? And, I, yeah, I did pride myself at 50 years old of out-wrestling these little 21-year-old guys. 
that are going to be. But you in did there. it though. Yeah, and 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 half of them didn't even know how old I was. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm in there and I'm doing my thing. I always did my thing. I love when guys go out there and work work their bodies off. Every promotion has its thing. Bauer Pro Wrestling is pretty uh, well-rounded. I try to give everyone a little bit of something. Um, a place like CCW is more work. Every single match, we're, we're, we're going full blast and crazy. You know, um, Seven Mountains is, is finding its niche. I think they're three shows in and going strong with great crowds up there in the room. Um, so, you know, man, I love wrestling, dude. Yeah. I love wrestling. Well, speaking wrestling. of competition, what about AEW, man? Let's talk about AEW and how much they freaking blossom, man. You got to think, Paul Wright returning to the ring next month against the QT Marshall. You got Christian beating Kenny Omega to become the Impact Champion. You got Chicago's own, possibly in two days, one tomorrow night, CM Punk returning to professional wrestling. Now, Brian Danielson. Is he actually coming back? We're going to find out. We'll see. Supposedly, Chicago Bears announcer ruined it and said, you know, I love professional wrestling. And tomorrow night on, on this on TNT, you can see CM Punk return finally back. So who knows if that's a shoot? Who knows that's real? Who knows that he's just playing with somebody? You know, you know, all these guys got released. And it's just like, you never know. AEW, I love AEW. Um, they're giving a lot of guys shots. Um, right. I don't really catch dark too much. But I do see the advertisements online for guys that are are indie, you know, based around Jersey and, and, and Philly and, you know, Central and stuff. That guys are getting shots on dark and stuff. But, you know, there's people that were mainstays on, you know, like, you know, 2T Marshall. You know what I mean? You right. Know. Which is amazing. It's watching his documentary, how he almost gave up. Yeah. Yeah, like Nyla Rose. Did you see Rose. that documentary? Yeah, I see. Well, no, I didn't see the whole entire thing. So don't mess, don't mess. You see RC in there? RC, you're everything. I got five minutes, five seconds of thing, bro. I was living. I was like, I got to buy your DVD now. <laughs> um, I was dying. Like, there's, you know, every time I turn on there, I see like Nyla Rose, who was... You know, um, a, a former Valor tag team champion. You know what I mean? And and I and I remember I remember actually booking a match between uh, and I just looked at the poster the other day. It was Nyla Rose against Jordan Grace. And you know I'm looking and I'm like, wow, Jordan Grace really did things too. You know what I mean? And you know. It's great to see these people. You see something in them, so you book them, and you know, and you become cool with them, you know. And then, and then they go on to the greater things. So, right. It's, it's really cool, man. It's really cool. AW AW is a, a breath of fresh air. It is because they're 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 pushing 
younger talent, even though they have veteran leadership. Mark Henry, he's not rushing back into the ring. He could. He could be sexual chocolate like that. He's in such, in such great shape. Yeah. But they're being very particular about who they push. And that's the best part about it right now. You know, They're taking their time. They're pushing Jungle Boy, Luke Perry's son. They're pushing Luchasaurus. They're pushing the um, Lucha Brothers. Orange Cassidy. Whoever thought Orange Cassidy would be over as much as he is where they're watching him in freaking 3PW in Philadelphia indie shows for so long? Well, you know, that, that's, a, that, that's another thing, dude. Like the Lucha Brothers. Okay, so I'm going to say this, and I'm going to get it out there because I put it on Facebook, but now I'm going to say it on the Creepy Damage that that, that Red Kings is the best wrestler in the world. Barney. Say it one more time so people can hear you. Period. Ray Phoenix is the best wrestler in the entire world, bar none. He doesn't need a title around his waist. He doesn't need anyone to tell him what he is. He is hand down the best wrestler in the entire world. Period. Every time I see that man, I'm amazed. Period. And there's things as a booker and as a wrestler that we look up and down on. You know what I mean? There's some people that say, some guys, they do this and they do that, and they're just a bunch of running around and doing moves and all that kind of stuff. But if you watch Ray Phoenix, when I watch a Ray Phoenix match, every single match, I am all in. Every match. Especially next September, all in pay-per-view. Yes. All in pay per view. So now, would you come back to for a full circle? So you hit every major promotion. Would you come back and do a, a AEW dark match on for YouTube? Me? Yes. No. No, you wouldn't. Nah, I would. Cody Rhodes calls you and said, "Hey, listen, man. I know you got a lot of talent. I know you've been doing big things. We're coming to your town. You're you're Pennsylvania." Can you do AW Dark on YouTube and wrestle, I don't know, Ray Phoenix? No. Because my name is Adrian Bliss and I'm an addict. And if it won't stop. And if I take my drug, I'm going to be addicted again. So no, I I you you know. Part of, you know, people always say, oh, oh don't never retire because you're going to come back. But it's a little different, man. This, this, is, this is a medical situation. So, no, I would love to have been able to wrestle. I'm, I'm the one-time guy. Like, I could do something one time and I'm fine. But, well, what if we added you to uh, the Damage podcast and we interview up-and-coming stars? Since you got stars in New York, I got stars down where I am. What if we had a, a Bliss and RC show? I like a moment of bliss. A moment of bliss. You know, you know, I thought about some things. I thought about uh, today when I was doing some other things. I, you know, I had things running through my head. And I thought, you know, there's people who think things in wrestling that hold them back. There's guys who don't say what they feel and say what they mean, you know. And um, 
you know, they, they don't do that because they feel like they have something to lose. I never had to. Because I loved wrestling to death, but wrestling was never my life. You know what I mean? I love wrestling. Wrestling's part of my life. But I would like to do a podcast, and I don't know if I would want it to be like a, a, a shoot type thing. I don't want it to be like that. I just would like to, some things to be said that people don't say. They hold back. You know what I mean? And, and I feel you on that because that's how damage is. We talk about your story, not just in the professional wrestling thing, your story on where you started and now you're here. And some people might think you wouldn't even be here today. And that's what damage is real. And people don't get that. You know, you ask the same questions all the time because, dummy, people are different. Everyone has a different story to tell. One person could be there on the band camp. That was, that, was, that was their roughest part of their life, band camp. Then you got someone else. And Aaron Ganey, God bless his soul, or anyone else, that they've been their hell and back. Fighting day in, day out. Never thought someone could be a wrestler. Who's going to TNA? Ganey. Who's wrestling over in the Gigolos? Ganey. You, don't, you can't judge anyone by its cover anymore because everyone doesn't matter. You can be, you can be 500 pounds or, or 200. You have that heart. That's all you need. No. Anyone who has ever wanted to be a professional wrestler felt like they were too small, you know, felt, listen, don't train. Don't train. You know, if you feel like you're too small, work on gaining weight. You know, I was thin when I came in. You know what I mean? I was, a, 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 you know, a, a slim we talking guy. like a buck 60 yeah yeah i was usually like around 160, 160. Well, like, like what i am okay yeah but now now you know once i started getting older now i'm like i'm, I'm 190 you know what i mean right. but um you're looking like big swole from aw yeah i i try i try i try right swole swole i always try to stay ahead with decent shape but you know, try, try. like I, I felt like I, I used to look at guys back in the day, and a lot of people were in like to you know around the Hulk Hogan time. People, were, oh look at these guys' bodies. You know, my favorite wrestlers looked like Dusty Rhodes, Buzz Sawyer, Terry Gordy. You know what I mean? Those those are you know I loved I loved Randy Savage. You know what I mean? But it wasn't about his his uh, build. He was a smaller guy. You know what I mean? But it was never about his, his build. It was about his uh, his persona. You know what I mean? Right. Um, Buzz Sawyer. Buzz Sawyer worked hard than anyone I've ever watched wrestling. You know what I mean? And he had a pretty badass um, gimmick. I think a lot of people didn't quite understand you know, maybe what it was, but it was a gimmick. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, he was he was awesome. Like I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm talking about guys that may be going, and some of the younger people don't know who they are. But that's why you have YouTube. I mean, Google it. When the video comes up, check it out. You know, but don't. But also, you know, 
some of my heroes sat in chairs next to me and changed. You know what I mean? Nikolai Volkov, you know what I mean? Was, was, I love that guy to death. Aaron Gaming, who, I tell you what, Aaron was probably the most, one of the biggest guys I've ever been around, maybe him and Dr. Ruthless. And, and uh, but his mind was in, in, incredible. You know, he, mm-hmm. he could tell me what I should do with my little guy game, you know, to get over. And, um, you know, it, the Nigerian Nightmares gimmick, uh, I remember story um, going to CZW. We get to CZW and it was like a, uh, it was like a, um, a handicap match against Greg Exxon. And I was doing my thing. And um, I remember the owner, um, he kind of looked me up and down. And we went out there and did our thing. I remember coming to the back and he's like, don't go back. Get back in the back. I'm going to talk to you. crazy. You know, I remember working uh, with them. And it, it was another fed. It was called uh, Velocity Pro Wrestling Album. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah, so, I remember that. So uh, they, uh, the, the, um, the CZW guys at the time were there. And when I say CZW, so you're talking about Generico, Kevin Steen. Yeah. Claudio uh, Casanoli. You're talking about the uh, Briscoes and um, the announcer. What's the announcer? Uh, play-by-play guy uh, with tattoos. Uh, Corey. Taz? Corey. Uh, Corey Graves. Yes, but who was he? Corey Graves. Sterling James Keenan. Yeah. So they were all. Look at that knowledge right here, man. Up in the yeah. noggin. They were on, yeah. they were on the, 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 we were the afternoon show. They were on the nighttime. So they got there and they were all up in the balcony. And uh, the Nightmares had this move called the uh, Dumbo Drop. Right. Basically, uh, Safu would uh, suplex Mafu, the bigger one, from the second rope. You know, Mafu would come from the top. Safu would be on the bottom and maybe. He would he would suplex him on him and when Safu when Mafu hit the ground, boom, and hit the guy, he would bounce up and he would land on all fours. Just from the force. And I remember they did that move and Tiki Taboo runs up. You know, they they, they, they get on all fours over top of the guy. Tiki Taboo runs up and he jumps on top of him and he does his little thing and he's making faces and everything and and all all the guys up in the bathroom, Briscoe and Kevin Steen and Generico and all these guys are chanting, holy, 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 those guys. Wow. Hopping for those guys. Yep. Can I just say poor Jimmy Dylon? Yeah. That breath. All the time, he would take those bumps, and it was this skinny guy. And all I think about is 
Mafu or Safu is about to fall on him, and he keeps taking it for $10 probably. What is wrong with us? Why are we doing this business? Jimmy Dylon was probably the best crash test dummy referee of all time. But he that was his dedication to the world of professional wrestling. He was dedicated. He would do anything to, to be not 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 do anything to be the center of attention, but he would do anything to make everyone else look good. Right. So I, I gotta ask you, um, what's the difference between Artie versus Adrian Bliss? Say it again. What's the difference between Artie versus Adrian Bliss? Um, there is no difference. Okay. Because Bliss was always I was I'm I'm always I'm always I was always a fighter and always a uh, I didn't crave attention but I didn't run away from it and you know most of the time the gimmicks that you have are an extension of your personality right. or who who you would like to be and in my case, it wasn't as much of an extension of who I wanted to be, but a, more of an extension of who I was in real life. As goofy and as fun as I was in the ring, is as goofy and as fun as I am at home. Right. Like, my kids, my kids got goofy me, just like the fans got goofy bliss. You know what I mean? Um, right. I think... I think uh, as serious as Bliss was about wrestling is, is as serious as art is about life and trying to succeed, you know? So so basically they're the same person. It may be, may be in a different context, but overall they, they're the same person. But there is, no, there is no art without Bliss and there is no Bliss without art. We are the same person, but, wow. yep. you know, in in one in a in in one setting, I'm just called. Yeah. All right. So now, all the trials and tribulations that you had in your life, in your career, if you had to write a book, what would that book be called? And what would the final chapter be called or named? I okay. So I remember I used to make these. I used to make these DVDs and stuff. I would, uh, I would take like, like once a year. I would I would make a, a DVD of what I did that year. And the first time I sat down meeting, I said, "Oh man, what do I want to call this?" And I said, "Well, this is the video I have so far." So I named the first one "The Best of Bliss So Far," and then the second one was Part Two, Part Three, Part Four. Because you you get the best of me, but I'm always I'm always working. You know what I mean? I'm always trying to get better. So this is what I'm giving. This is my best so far. 
I got something better than you. The last chapter of the best of bliss so far would be um, there's still something left. And it doesn't have to be in the ring to have something left. It doesn't have to be. It, it doesn't have to be. It, it would be great. And it doesn't it mean you're not going to jump in there and, you know, straighten out some heads sometime. Yeah. Yeah. I, I probably won't because that's how you get drugged back into the ring. Yeah. Yeah. I I think I wanna I think I wanna put a suit on. I wanna dress every show. I think I wanna be in the. Are you stealing my gimmick? Are you stealing my gimmick? <laughs> I don't want to interview. I don't want to interview. But I, I think I want to ring in it. I would really like to ring right. it. Yeah. Make I, sure you got people's names that you know how to say, and they're not from somewhere you don't know where they're from. Because that's my worst fear. You know, I I've always. Uh, Going to independent shows and them saying, oh, what was, what, what's your wrestling name? Oh, blah, 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 blah. How am I going to remember that five seconds later? I'm not going to remember that. You know, the announcers, the announcers would come up to me and they say, where are you from? And I'd say, New York East Village. And they'd say, what you weigh? And I'd say, 169 pounds. And I'd say, but you got to say it like this, 169 pounds. And they'd say, uh... Yep. But you know what? Something like that is that's the beginning of your that's the beginning of your your that's the beginning of your match. You know, when that announce when that announcer's out there before your music comes on, you know, and he's like weighing in at one hundred sixty nine pounds and he says your name and then your music hits and that's another extension of you and then your walk to the ring is an extension to of you. And once you get in the ring, your work is an extension of you. And when you're outside the ring, how you carry yourself, if you're a heel, act like a heel. If you're if, if you're if you're if you're a good guy, be a good guy. But it doesn't stop. When you when you walk in that door, that's when you start. When you walk out of that door, it's still that when you get in that car. You're still that gift. When you get home, that's when you're art. Now you're art. You know, and I think some guys forget that. And it just becomes, I want to wrestle. I want to wrestle. And, that, and those are the people who lose the love. They lose the focus. And um, that's what sets people apart. That's what, sets, that's what sets people apart, you know. Certain people got to drive, drive, drive. Case in point. Uh, there's a guy that, when he was young, he came to live with me at my house. I helped, I helped him, you know, out. He was, you know, his, his living conditions weren't good, so he came to my house. And he pretty much, off and on, lived at my house for around 25, 26. He needed to come. Out of room with them. So he used to be 300 pounds. And he used to have a gimmick with me. 
was part of my little thing. And then he grew, and then he decided that he was going to work on himself, lose weight, he lost weight, he's still working, and he has a dynamite gimmick, you know what I mean? And he's, uh, he, has, he, has, he has all kinds of, of merchandise, and, you know, he works hard, but what people don't understand is in his, in his personal life, he's actually working on other things and, and, and going through the court system to do some things with, with his personal life to, to, to have someone that he loves very dearly that is stepped away from him. So, you know, I'm going to call his name because he doesn't get enough credit for it everything he's put into himself and the struggles that he went through violated has worked his behind up changed his body worked on his mind never stopped striving to see his daughter he's not going to you know what i mean but he never he never stopped Wanting to be a wrestler and wanting to be the head, never stop working his shoot job and working his behind off and doing those other things. And that's why, whenever he needed help, I was there. And I mean, he he worked against the odds all this time. So I'm going to call his name out, Julio Perez Wright. I'm going to call your name out, Violator, because. Before you were Baby Nemo, you were Julio, and then you were Baby Nemo. Now you're the violator, and I'm proud of you. And if half of the people out there working half as hard as Violator did with the other things that's going on in his life, they would be more of a success than what they are. So that being said, step your game up, guys. And, I'm, and, and this, on that and note, this starts yeah. to shoot. This starts to shoot. Step your game up, guy. You want book? Step your game up. I'll tell you what I'll do. Why don't I, why don't I have another um, seminar here? Like, you guys come. Try out. Hear from other promoters and other wrestlers. Work out in the ring. Last one we had... People worked out with Ricky Reyes. Maybe I bring Ricky back because Rick, Ricky is a consummate professional. Mm-hmm. Far not wrestling ability, and that's a man's man. Trainer at the world famous Monster Factory. Yes, that's a that's a bad dude right there. You know what I mean? Loves wrestling with every inch of his soul. Maybe we make another one of those days. Maybe I get these parent companies together. Maybe I get places like SWO and True, who was there last time, and, and Outbreak, who was there and who had one. Outbreak had one. I mean, Stellar had one. Valor, CCW, Seven Mountains. Come together. Give these guys a day. Come show you, show us what you have. You know what I mean? And better yourself, and and um, and work your ass off, and, and and start getting some bookings and travel and things like that. Man, I tell you what, Monster Factory was always 
awesome place. And 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 you know you know I was there hanging out with Danny and guys like that. Yep. Danny's an awesome, awesome guy. I can't say enough for the master. Trust him, Lee. You're gonna work behind us. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, if you, yep. if you I can go on and on with that, but we don't have enough time on this podcast to go on and on. We have to go part two for that one. Yep. Be ready to throw up in the pocket. Definitely. Well, plus I appreciate your time so much, man. I could, I we could talk for hours, and I just want to say thank you for all that you've done for this business. Uh, thank you for the the major announcement that you you shared with us earlier today, and um, you always got a friend in RC, man. Thank you, man. Hey, never thank, never thank me as far as this business goes. I should be thanking this business for letting me be a part of it. Well, Damage fans, uh, you haven't heard a last of Bliss and RC. And uh, Bliss, you know what? You just got completely damaged on MonkaRadio.com or Music Minds Me. Thanks, man. Thank you, brother. Completely tell